0: You gotta be super conscious as well Like an inch can go on a mile And then you can be 100%. Tolerating stuff yeah. That you wouldn't Initially thought you would oh And man. then you'd become Wim- a simp
1: Women bro No that, <laughs> seriously No that's
2: not even a joke What if you're right. already a simp? <laughs> <laughs> then you're just Play, the yeah. listeners
3: They can't see I'm putting my hand up right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your opinions Your voice Welcome to The Verdict Only on IPL Radio Welcome back to The Verdict. Today, I'm joined by Mario, and Chris will be coming on soon. Unfortunately, Alex is not here. <laughs> Mario just wiping his mouth with a tissue paper. Can you hear that? Oh, yes. It's very um, ASMR, bro. <laughs> well, now, Alex is in Melbourne. Uh, shout out to Alex. It was his birthday over the last few days. Happy um, birthday, Alex. Well, oh, anyways, Mario. Well, today we have the question of the week. What is the defining factor in a friendship? We gave two options, chemistry or compatibility. Friendship or relationship or both? Uh, friendship. We, we decided to do friendship. Friendship. Because okay. that's more broad, I would say. Okay. So for friendship. So let, let me just say the results first. Um, yeah. So 58% of the people voted for chemistry mm-hmm. and 42% of the people voted for compatibility. Wow. That's a pretty tight race, isn't it? Mm.
1: So think in the first time I looked at it, it was like 17% of like. Yeah. 80 something 80 It just 80. blows
0: up man Like like yeah. You just By the end of the results Sometimes the results Would have skewed Like way more mm. as, as it goes <laughs> Before we Chat about it What's your interpretation Of chemistry and compatibility What's your Quote unquote Definition of those terms
1: I feel like Compatibility I remember I listened To a fair few podcasts About this uh, It's been a while now So I'm trying to Refresh my memory But um Chemistry, I feel like, comes down to, I guess, your interests, like having similar interests and whatnot. Like, you're both, like, footy, or you're you're both, like, going hiking, you're both outdoorsy, um, that sort of thing. And compatibility, I think, it's also, like, long-term, right? Like, are you both, like, what religion are you both from? Are you both brought up, do you do you both want to have a family one day? Do you want to get married? Do you want to get married in a church? Do you want to get married outside of a church? That sort of thing, right? Um, and I think compatibility also goes on to, you know how some people are morning people, others are evening people and whatnot.
0: I think I said morning people isn't like someone who died. <laughs> like, Who's morning people? Yeah, okay.
1: You know, those type yeah. of people. Those, we're all those types of people <laughs> at some point in our life
0: yeah um, no no fair enough it's like people who get more productive at night and people are more productive in the morning yeah yeah I, I think I think that's uh, yeah what do you think well in my I would choose uh, chemistry for friendship but compatibility for relationships because mm. chemistry you can make friends with people through common interests and stuff but maybe that not, may not translate to long term if you want to be in a relationship with them say if I'm friends with someone from a different background than me or a different religion for me. Mm. Um, I can still be awesome friends with them, but I guess in the long run in a relationship standing, mm. I probably wouldn't, you know, like... Absolutely. If, uh, you know, clash of families and clash of beliefs and mm. um, even even like political party-wise. Like,
1: oh, 100%, man. And um, I think for us being Catholic as well, the idea is, I, I presume, we're both on the same page that we'd like to marry Catholic, raise our children Catholic, but then if you marry someone who isn't, and you have that clash and it's, they might say, well, look, no, I don't want our kids to be raised this way. And then that's where the division yeah. is caused. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think for relationships, romantic relationships, um, you know, compatibility is first. And then but for friendships, yeah, chemistry. Because like you want to be able to just go and hang out with your mates, right? And then do the things you like
0: doing together. Yeah, because I have Um, friends of, like, different backgrounds and stuff, and we just get along fine, regardless of beliefs and stuff.
1: absolutely, because you have the same things in common and whatnot. But... But, Yeah.
0: I think it's interesting from a friendship standpoint, looking at um, compatibility, because it's always compatibility for a relationship standpoint, but Mm. for friendship, I don't know, like, what compatibility would be, mainly for friendships, because friendships are broad, they're casual, Mm. they're not serious. So, like... It... (sighs) Like you know, you wouldn't only want to be friends with like say Catholic people.
1: Yeah, correct, correct, and I guess that's yeah, it's true because yeah, I guess with our Catholic friends, right, there's that
0: level of compatibility. Mm. You know, we share those same views. But sometimes, you know, we we even regardless of our same faith, sometimes we're not on the same page of things.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, absolutely. Some people are super preachy about their faith and stuff. Still Catholic. Yeah, but uh,
1: and others are a bit more reserved and keep to them themselves, and that's fair enough. Um, yeah, and some just haven't got the red pill. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, speaking of compatibility, um, would you be friends with someone who's into the soccer? Who's into the soccer? Yeah, well, chemistry or compatibility in regards to soccer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, yeah. look, it, it's not a be-all and end-all. Like, I mean, I, I'm. I like sport. I'm very much into my sport, especially soccer. Now that it's the World Cup, mm. um, but yeah, if someone's
0: not, then I'm not gonna. Well, let, let me guess who you're supporting. Uh, Croatia. Oh, that's it, mate.
1: <laughs> that's it. You got it. You can see my shirt, hey. Eh? The shirt, the HNS. Represent, man. We got a win last night.
0: Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. How many points?
1: Uh, well, we no, we won on penalties, so okay. it was a draw. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay,
3: then so then I know
1: you don't know much about soccer, evidently. But what does that mean? So you <laughs> get
0: you get the they got the red cards and then they get the kick and get a free shot or something.
1: Well, no. So the way, so now it's the it's essentially like the finals of the World Cup. Um, last night was the actually no, tonight is the last. It's they call it the round of sixteen. So you have go from thirty-two teams to sixteen teams, right? And then from sixteen goes to 8 from 8 goes to 4 from okay. 4 goes to 2 so this is yeah now next this next few days is going to be the round of 8 so the quarterfinals so last night it was Croatia in Japan the game I watched and so they play for 90 minutes okay. usually and then if there's a draw after 90 minutes they go to extra time so they play two periods they have
0: breaks during these They they have
1: minutes? like uh, yeah they have a so, they have 40, two 45-minute halves. Okay. Right? And if after two 45-minute halves, you're still tied, you got extra time. And that mm. consists of two rounds of 15 minutes. So, 15 minutes, then you get a two-minute break, and then another 15 minutes. And if nobody... If you're still tied, then you go to a penalty shootout. Okay. And so, they went to a penalty shootout. Um, Croatia saved three goals. Japan only saved one. And
0: one. Nice. No, so where where's Croatia ranking now in these um they they're not top 4, they're top 8.
1: Nah, so Croatia finished runners up in the last World Cup. Oh, so second second place. Yeah, second it's place. Really good, which actually. is which is quite um amazing because when you think about it only there's only been 14 countries to ever make a World Cup final. Wow. In the history of the running.
0: Was this their first time becoming like that high? This was the
1: first time they ever
0: made the final. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's a pretty big deal, man. And there's only, I think, seven or eight countries that have ever won the World Cup.
0: So, who who beat them though?
1: Ah, uh, France.
0: Ah, uh, France, So, okay. it was
1: 4-2, they lost 4-2 in the final to France.
0: That, that's and pretty respectable though. Uh, yeah,
1: no, absolutely. And, as you can imagine, and it made me quite proud. But one
0: yeah. hundred percent—that's a nationalistic spirit, bro.
1: Yeah, well, it is, man. And considering they've only been a country since like nineteen ninety, yeah, you know, like thirty years, right? Just over thirty years, and they've only been entering major tournaments. Um, they've played in only six World Cups, right? Mm. And in six World Cups, they finished third and second. Okay. So, you know, thirty percent of the time, they finished second or third.
0: That's awesome. I, I wish I could feel that nationalistic spirit when India wins something at cricket. Because <laughs> I'm not invested in cricket. Like I just see. Like I had a bad experience of cricket growing up. Because like you know, I always used to field.
3: Mm. <laughs> like, oh man, You that's just so stand
0: boring. there in the sun yeah. on a field, and like. <laughs> I don't know. It was just boring for me. And like when I was batting, you know, the ball is getting chucked at you so so fast. Yeah. Is <laughs> it a self defense mechanism? Just hitting the hitting uh, the prob- bat. <laughs> probably, man. It's just like get it away
1: from me. Like
0: um, on that on the t- topic of soccer, right? So when you play soccer, mm-hmm. do you like being a goalie? I don't mind it. I've played goalie before. Yeah. Okay. Half
1: the reason I like it is because you don't have to run as much. Really. Well, think about it. You're pretty much standing there in your box all the time. Everyone else is running up and down the pitch,
0: but the ball is just being hurled at you with such velocity. <laughs> and like yeah, you're not you're intimidated by that. prepared for it. Usually you're prepared, you're
1: prepared it. for it, right? And you're, and you're prepared, and you just you brace yourself do for you it. Do you wear gloves or you can wear gloves? You can wear gloves, yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think mouth guard. Do you have to wear mouth guards and stuff? Uh, look, it's not it, it's <laughs> real men Don't yeah. wear mouth guards. Yeah. Exactly,
1: man. Real men don't wear mouth <laughs> yeah, guards. Yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. It's all right. Like, look, if you can't see. A ball coming towards your face, mm-hmm. then you're probably not a very good
0: goalkeeper. <laughs> That's very true. That's so very true.
1: the idea is hand-eye coordination. Like you got to be able to stop it. And yeah, if it hits you in the face, breaks your teeth, and saves a goal, then most I'm sure most goalkeepers would be happy with that. No, no that than it's the, a the respect
0: it. as well. You know, you're taking so much effort for the sport. You're like putting oh. your 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 face on the line for the oh, sport,
1: bro. It's worth putting the um putting the other parts on the line that, as well that's
0: actually true your, your genetic heritage yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> on the <laughs> line for a soccer game <laughs> I remember I was playing indoor ones actually a couple of years ago and yeah. you know, I was playing goalie and then someone like booted the ball at me like smacked me in the nuts oh my goodness and it went into the goals and they scored <laughs> so
3: you got your own
0: goal Is how does that work because you're the last one who touched well, it
1: well technically I guess well not really no because if it bounces off the keeper then it's still the goal oh. is given to whoever kicks it but if it goes off a defender, then it goes through. Interesting. So,
0: so, so when you were saying about the the forty five minute half, so after the half, do the teams swap goals? Yeah, they sw- switch Swa- sides. Switch sides. Okay, okay. And like playing at such a high level, like, cr- like you know, I can't imagine their training regimen. Like, ha- have you seen like glimpses of their training regimen, or is it all private, like with Croatia?
1: Um, you can see glimpses of it, but a lot of these, I mean, the Europeans, man, a lot of them are mm. playing at high high level European teams, yeah, all over the world.
0: Because, okay. so, um, yeah. like, speaking at high level as well, like, the last thing I saw at high level, like, didn't Ronaldo get sold off to, like, a company for, like, like a team for, like, 700 million or something? Yeah,
1: I've read that. I think he's... Oh, that was the um, that was the idea that he was going to sign
0: a $700 million contract. It's 500 AUD or American dollars yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but
1: now I think he's gone and he's signed a 2.5-year a deal with a Saudi Arabian team, Saudi okay. Arabian team, worth... mil a year which equates to no 200 hang on what was it 200 million a year so for two and a half if he signs that if it's true for two and a half years he'll make 500 million dollars so do you think which is ridiculous do you think
0: that is justified for a person at his level do you think he can demand for that
1: oh look he's he's one of the best players in the world um Hmm. absolutely I guess I guess he can I mean i no other team's doing it
0: You can make the argument Like doctors get paid Way less than that And this is just An entertainment type of sport Yeah Um Like You know Obviously like At a high level You get the recognition Your brand He has a brand And that brand is trusted That he performs well And Has he been consistently Performing well?
1: Yeah No he has Okay He's, he's been top of his game Him Between him and Messi They've probably been The two best players Who you support more? Uh, look, I don't really get into the whole idea of the... Um, I, I think... <laughs> I, I th- Personally, I think Messi is probably the better player, mm. like, more naturally gifted, but Ronaldo is, like, physically his next level. Okay. Like, if you see his, like, physical regime and just his physical body, right, from what he eats to how he trains, he's just, like, another specimen of a human. Wow, okay. Like, he's just fit as... He's got... He's got like something like 1% body fat. It's ridiculous.
0: How old is he, like
1: 40s? Uh, he's late 30s, 30, like 37, I think. 37, 38. That's pretty... Yeah, like and impressive. he's still... Yeah, And I think that's what kind of keeps him so well, just his physicality. And
0: I believe he's older than Ronaldo, right? That is Ronaldo, sorry. Oh, oh, he, he's older yeah, than Messi, you mean? Messi, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Slightly, yeah. But then you also have Luka Modric, right, who okay. plays for Croatia. He's He's 37 as well, and out of the four games Croatia have played so far this tournament he's been man of the match twice wow okay so these older guys man where people you'd think like they're gonna slow down and get tired like they're still killing it
0: that's insane
1: and I guess that's just a experience Mm. right and also I I guess because they know their body and whatnot but having like 15-16 Fifteen, sixteen years of experience, like you, you can read the game, and that's with all the like torn no ligaments,
0: else. the torn you know the, yeah. the injuries and stuff, and they're still performing consistently exactly you
1: know, so you think about it are they do they justify that money? There's a select few that probably do mm. you know I don't know if they justify it, do they deserve it? Well, look if it comes their way, then sure.
0: Because you're interested in basketball as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, can you compare, like, the athlete's fee with basketball and soccer? or the, It's pretty equal, like, you know, they are both at the top of the game and they both deserve the big
1: mm. money. I think they're quite comparable, yeah. But with the NBA to soccer players, it is pretty comparable what they get paid. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, like, even, like, with the... Speaking of, you know, like, his size and stuff like that, it doesn't matter sometimes, like, you know, people... Prove people wrong Based on their size Especially with basketball I think Kevin mm. Durant He's he's pretty short Is he short? No nah, Kevin Durant's big Who's the t- short t- tall guy? Boy? Kevin
1: Durant's really skinny If you've seen him He's like a stick
0: There's a really sh- Apparently there's a really Popular short Basketball player Yeah uh, I, f- I forgot his name he's There's a fair few Short ones Like Chris Paul. <laughs> <He's laughs> yeah like grasshoppers Jumping up You know like <laughs> yeah. Slam dunking but Imagine all the legs Like how are their legs like Like trunks Or like
1: Nah, not really. Some of them are quite skinny. Like okay, you, you spoke about Kevin Durant. He's quite skinny. Okay, but he's—I um, mean—he's won an MVP, won a couple titles with Golden Is Steph Curry it. short? Steph Curry, yeah, relatively. But I think that's well, the one he, which he, I was thinking of. But he's not short. He's still like one ninety. Okay, so is, that like f- is he
0: under six foot?
1: No, one ninety is like six three.
0: Oh, and that's considered
1: still—you short. You know—so he's still—he's taller than you and I. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's quite big. That's the thing. A lot of these basketball, like even. And he plays, like, point guard, right? Mm, mm, mm. So that's usually more of a smaller position. But he's still taller than you and I. A lot of, That's how tall a lot of these dudes are.
0: Yeah, and then, and then I was, like, looking at Shaq. He's, like, seven foot, man. <laughs> like, oh, man.
1: And he you know how much he weighs as well? He's, like, much?
0: 130 kilos or something. Uh, that's actually quite a lot lighter than I thought he'd be.
1: <laughs> man, he, or maybe he's more now, but... And I'm like, pretty sure that was his listed playing weight.
0: I was seeing his like his fingers on like a little BlackBerry phone, like just like he can't type the keyboard because it's too. Literally,
1: yeah. I, yeah. I saw a. He, um, he apparently he drives one of those Ford F 150s or F three hundred and fifty trucks. Oh damn! And he had to like get it custom made so he could fit in it. Like Um, height-wise and width-wise. I mean, he
0: has the money for it. You know, he can buy his suits, buy everything. Exactly, man. Because he was one of the most cockiest players in the NBA, like back in the day, I'm pretty sure.
1: But he was unstoppable. His size, he'd literally just get the ball in the paint and nobody can stop him and he'd just like get it and dunk it.
0: Because I watched, uh, I think, a documentary of him or like Yao Ming. Oh yeah. And uh, he just roasted Yao Ming so much, but then Yao Ming earned his respect. Okay. And then, you know, their buds or something, from what I can... Mm. what I watched. <laughs> they're like, you know, because they were both about similar size, I'm pretty sure. Yeroming is a tall dude. Like for, like for Yeah, he was like seven foot. I yeah. I mean seven foot. Exactly. And they're like, oh no, Asians can't do well in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, and NBA. NBA, yeah. And um, no, like especially from that pi- type of background, earning respect in the, in the sporting industry is fantastic because it's global and mm. sporting fans can watch this journey with you. And, you know, you are always like rooting for the underdog absolutely um like you know take for example like an American idol it's always like the second place or the third place people who always end up the most popular who you prefer yeah and you wish they'd won yeah because that's you know like have you do you remember many of the the people who won like the American Idol Australian Idol other than guy Sebastian <laughs> like Shannon No what but about I remember me? <laughs>
1: yeah he finished second yeah I was I was caught up on, I think a lot I was pissed by that yeah I was he, hoping he'd
0: win it even, like, um, what's-his-face? Uh, I think, like, even those those boy bands and stuff and those girl, those girl groups, they all didn't end up number one, but their mm. group in popular. Like, Callum Scott, I think, one of the singers, uh, he's yeah. really popular. Wasn't
1: One Direction, like, on one of
0: them? Uh, the American, British one? American Idol or British? Britain's Got Talent, one of them.
1: Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they put together One Direction. They, like, I don't think they won, but they came up on that.
0: But now they're outselling, you know, the winner of the, 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 the competition.
1: I think it's the idea that, like... The people that win it, they get the money and then they make one or two records and they're like, okay, I'm set. Like, I don't need any more. But then the runners up and the ones that finished, that didn't win. They have that drive and they're like, I didn't win. So, I have to show everyone. I have to prove that I'm the best. And then they just excel. They go to another level, right? I don't know. It just seems to be that way. I mean, Guy Sebastian is probably... The exception Because he's done pretty well He won it And he's gone on And made plenty of songs Oh yeah The, the World Youth Day
0: theme Was a banger though <laughs> Receive the power <laughs> The World Youth Day theme uh, The one in Sydney Do you remember that? Uh, he made the Receive the power song I didn't know
1: that No oh, that, that was him
0: I was young man
1: When was World Youth Day that 2008? That was like When we were
0: in year, year 7 Yeah I can't quite I, remember I remember Because like I went from a high school I was like The liturgical counsellor And we had to go to Lumen Like my high school Yeah And um, represent the school when the, the When the cross came Oh um, yeah, I remember that they were carried the cross around, and they they came to the the closest place. So we went there, me yeah. and someone else. I, I, yeah, from my school, I think. And then we represented. That's why I clearly remember it. Um, yeah, but no. Back on the topic, like, I, I'm. Are you a big fan of those type of music shows? Mus- no, not really. Because I just feel they're mainly about the judges to me. Like, oh, they are, and man. And their their squabbles and their their drama and you know. They just come off as cringe. <laughs> it's fun watching sometimes the cringe compilations <laughs> of the show. Mm. But it's just very like scripted And so
1: yeah. Oh yeah It's all scripted man It's like the cooking shows as well yeah. You know like My Kitchen Rules and stuff And no, that's all scripted
0: Well, Gordon Ramsay stuff Gordon Ramsay stuff Can be a bit of enter- Entertaining though <laughs> Who's the other English dude um, What Jamie Oliver
1: Not Jamie Oliver The guy with the Black hair Black curly hair black He's, curly had, he's hair. had a couple shows On like Channel 7 lately Channel 7 Is he Australian 10. Nah, he's British
0: British I'm not. Oh, like I was gonna say, like Kyle Sanderlands or something.
1: Nah, I can't remember his name. But even that, like, it's quite scripted as well.
0: Because mm. um. you see the Gordon Ramsay's interactions with the kids during the kids cooking show and the adults, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> oh my, oh my, you you burnt your dish. It's uh, it's okay. And then he's like, you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you really. donkey, <laughs> like. He's like you, effing idiot! Get <laughs> out of here. To be fair, although scripted, he's pretty creative with them insults, so. <laughs> No, he is. Yeah, because uh, I remember. Like, uh, y- did you come with us and watch Whiplash in my house? W- were you there?
3: Yeah, I was yeah. there. Like yeah.
0: the, the movie with the with the main guy, he was so creative with the insults. Like, yeah. Um,
1: no, that was a good movie. I remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a. So, a recap. What What do you remember from the movie? Because I, I remember it. I just like to know what you remember.
1: Um. So <coughs> I remember it's. It's about this dude, an up and coming drummer, mm-hmm. and he gets chosen to like be the lead drummer, and then he sort of like gets kicked out, and then he meets this old lecturer of his, who like gets him to come back and start drumming again, and then like, w- there was a lot of like emotional abuse that goes into it as well. I know that the lecturer inflicted a lot of emotional abuse onto him mm. and his uh, students and then I guess the way the sh- movie ended was like I remember it posed a question like was it worth it? You know do you think it was worth like because like, because he, this, he yeah. was able to like get up on stage even though he tried screwing him over in front of everybody and he just like he killed it he yeah. destroyed it right? and then, but then if his lecturer didn't put him through so much abuse and so much hardship and make him work for it he wouldn't have been able to do that.
0: Yeah, no, no. The so f- was he the villain or was he like the the the, the branch that supports the tree. Yeah. Like you it's know? such a complex movie. Like one quote which stuck out for me from that movie, which I maybe took too literally after the first few months after I watched it was there's no more harmful words than good job
3: mm. to tell someone.
0: And like I don't know, like yeah. is it true or is it like, you know, negative? Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, this um this flows interestingly into Jordan Peterson. hundred really, percent, yeah. Because I was going to make the
0: link back to professional sports. like. <laughs> but no, no, sure. No, we'll go with that. Because who jo- is Jordan Peterson?
1: Jordan Peterson. Well, as, as most people know, um, he's a clinical psychologist Okay. By, you know, by profession. And now he's written a couple books, um, 12 Rules for Life and Beyond Order, which um, They've both been bestsellers, and now he runs his own podcast, and... We'll invite him on the show. Let's hope so. He was in Perth. <laughs> he was in Perth the other day. I, I don't think he's coming on to our show, unfortunately. Yeah. He's got bigger, we'll, fish to fry. We'll know
0: there. we made it someday exactly. <laughs> in 10, 20 years or so. You never know. But no, yeah. back back to your experience. So, so Jordan Peterson, he's a clinical psychologist. He talks yeah. about relationships and, and uh, family dynamics. and
1: Yeah, he talks about all of that, but he, I guess at the gist of it, it's about like self-development and bettering yourself as a human being, right? Okay. And being the best version of yourself. And he he mentions that, that like so, and I know there's, he he spoke, said, spoken about in a podcast and he says that like so many people are just, you know, dying for lack of a good, good word, good motivating word, you know? Really? Okay. And, he says that it's, it's important, right? When somebody does something good, it is important to, to let them know and tell them like, all right, no, you've done a good job, right? Which is quite, opposite to that movie when they say nothing's That's worse than true. saying a good job I
0: think from what you just said I think, I think the, the genuine middle ground is don't be um, frequent with your compliments actually genuinely compliment mm. like rarely but effectively you know like yep. you shouldn't be saying oh yeah good job good job good job mm. you, know, you know sure you appreciate the, the good job has been done but uh, I guess make the compliment uh, not as frequent but more meaningful
3: more
1: meaningful and when it's earned. Yeah, earned. I think that's, earned, the, that's right? the right word. I think that's the most important thing because, and it's like with, I mean, even with children, right? I know you, you did a you did yep. a degree and whatnot, and you you did prac, right?
0: I did prac. I worked with a lot of children.
1: So when a, if a kid does something bad, and you reward them, and you say, "Oh, good job," or "Well done." They're going to continue doing the bad thing. It's right? a positive feedback loop. It's a positive, yeah, exactly. And then they're going to continue to misbehave. Or, whereas, if you call them out on their mistakes, and you tell them it's bad, but then you reward them when they do something good, you know, it helps their feedback, right?
0: Yes, but uh, it, humans it, are no different. L- let me just tell you an example for my prac, which kind of made it a little bit grey. So during during prac, a lot of kids, um, you know, because I had to teach a class of kids, they all had to sit on the mat. Mm. And um, sometimes they put up their hands saying Hey uh, mister I need to go to the toilet Sometimes you don't know if it's an excuse To going out of class Or an excuse to actually go to the toilet And sometimes you don't know And you have to let them go to the toilet And then you know a lot of them put up their hands And say sir I need to go to the toilet And you obviously Can't let all these kids go at once but you know, it could be an emergency, and you can get like you know in trouble by their parents. How yeah, could you not yeah. let my son or daughter go to the toilet during class? He has mm. a bodily function; he's a yeah. human. Um, but you know, they can do it to get out of work. Maybe go, you know, mess around in the toilets and. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure I did it as as a kid too. Get you get restless, and you're like, you just want to get up and go for a walk. You know,
0: but in that case, that's still a positive feedback. Positive yeah. feedback, a uh, uh, thing. Oh look who's here! It's Chris. Oh look who's made it! Do you want to join up straight away? <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a recap. The man is back from the dead. The man dead. is here. <laughs> oh, oh, hello, Chris. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. That's good, man. Now, good to see. You. So, w- before we we'll, we'll chat about your opinion on the question of the week, uh, h- how are you sounding? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Not good. Good. not too loud. Oh, you've turned mine up. Just, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Turn mine down a bit. Um, is
0: this better?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a bit better. Cool,
0: cool. No, we, we were just talking about um, uh, positive feedback. Can you turn it mine down just a tiny sorry. bit? Right? Sorry. Is this it?
2: Yeah, that's it's perfect. Probably mine down a bit too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is Just the headphones? Uh, yeah.
0: Is that good? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah, basically, a recap of our topic was um, Have you heard of the movie Whiplash before? Uh,
2: yeah, the drumming one. The yeah. drumming one, yeah. <laughs> that's the one, um,
0: one. one of the messages of the movie was that The instructor pushed the student so hard and the student succeeded. In regardless of his endeavors, um, and but we're comparing it to what Jordan Peterson said, and you need to praise people to achieve results. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what we think the, the the middle ground is like, uh, you should praise people, but sparingly and more meaningfully and effectively.
3: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's good. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. I'll just put the mic a little bit closer. Um, but see, trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we what we were saying, like. um Man, I lost my train of thought, Mario. <laughs> what were we on before?
1: We were saying um, essentially yeah, about praising people. We, you started talking about your prank at school. That's right,
0: yeah. So kids go to the toilet. Um, they put up their hand saying, I want to go to the toilet. Is it avoiding class or do they genuinely need to go to the toilet? Sometimes, you know, you can't sometimes deny them because their parents will have a whinge and say, how do you not let my son or daughter do it? But does it encourage the positive feedback loop? Well, That'd be a hard one It depends on the kid Doesn't it That's actually that. That's actually true That's actually true It's probably the same With
2: the whole praise And um, like how hard You push someone Like it's going to Depend on the individual Some respond to Like If say I don't know With some of the boys You can get someone Really fit By continually calling them fat And being like Ah you're fat You know And that'll yeah. motivate them To do better And change their lives But some people It'll have
0: the opposite effect Okay And they'll be like Oh I hate this one. <laughs> yeah It's an interesting
1: one, hey? The psychology behind it. Yeah. So
0: we were just going to get into actually Jordan Peterson. So you didn't go for the show, is that correct? I did not, no. Okay, so Mario was just sharing his experience with, you know, following the show and um, being a fan of Jordan Peterson. You're a fan, right? Obviously. Yeah,
1: well, I've read his books and I... Yeah, I guess I'm a fan. i maybe more like I
0: appreciate what he says. Yeah, he has posters of Jordan Peterson in his room. He like <laughs> has a little altar there. <laughs> nah, no, no, not quite. Because I thought Jordan Peterson originally, from what I was hearing, was like a dating coach or something like that. Like he he gives life advice, which kind of applies to dating. A he, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, he does. He does. He talks about marriage a lot. Mm. Right. Lately, he's been talking about marriage a lot, and he's talking a lot about, I guess. He he says you shouldn't be promiscuous either, in your dating and your sex life as well. You should sort of refrain from that, and you know try find like one single life partner. And he talks about I guess the benefits of that as well.
0: I was thinking like, isn't his daughter like a little, yeah, a little, off the rails or something? I think that's what I've heard. Like, is oh, no. it Abby Peterson? Uh, jo- uh, no, um, uh, Shapiro. <laughs>
1: Maybe Shapiro. No, yeah. Jordan Peterson's daughter is. Uh, she does a lot w- with his podcasts That's good. as well. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where that notion mm. came from. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He's doing. I don't know. Like, maybe
0: you know, uh, rep- less than reputable sources that I've yeah, probably read. Absolutely <laughs> <I don't laughs> skewed stuff. So, what's your experience with Jordan Peterson, Chris? Like, uh, it's been,
2: I mean, so far it's been great. Like, I've read a couple of his books. I, I think he's read. I'm he, oh, sorry, he's written, was it two, <laughs> two or three? Uh,
0: three books, three but books, two two main ones. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it's the uh, Twelve Rules for Life, and then. 12 more oh, be beyond be the be Order yeah 12 okay.
0: more because um, what book I've read like a few years ago it was like 12 Habits for Extreme uh, Effective People or something have you heard of that book? Uh,
3: 12, yeah, 12 yeah. Habits Highly Effective,
0: highly effective People yeah, yeah. it's a good mm-hmm. book or like um, even so- some book just to in- improve your conversations and develop your social skills like books are fascinating with that type of stuff like mm. um, you know that was back in the day now everything's on YouTube and you just watch YouTube videos and because yeah. I was such an avid reader before but now it's just like you know that I've had a phone now my life is ruined <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
2: my attention span's gone
0: that's right like with, yeah, with the struggle eh? the, the 20 second videos and stuff like with TikTok culture it just reduced the attention span it spend.
1: really has hasn't it because yeah. now un- unless it gets you in the first two or three seconds you're mm. just like nah, next, yeah. next next
0: next it's just it's just Yeah. I feel
1: sorry for the kids now as well that have grown up with this technology yeah it's just so right. accessible
0: you, would say, mm. you know in regards a lot of things, like uh, just stuff is so accessible that it just cheapens its value and take it less for granted. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. So back to the Jordan Peterson, like, what yeah, was the sure. show like? The yeah,
1: it was. It was very Jordan Peterson esque. So, what does that so mean? I, I it don't means know. it means rational. Have you listened to his podcast at all
0: ever? I think I might have listened to excerpts or. Have Have you listened to his podcasts? Yeah, handful. All?
1: Yeah. So. You'd be aware that he tends to go on tangents, right? Yeah. Like he starts talking about something and he'll just keep talking and then he'll go off onto uh. one loop and another loop and then it will bring it back to the main point. They're
2: such relevant tangents though. They, they, they are.
1: They're yeah. relevant are, right? tangents. Okay. It's like he brainstorms all nice. this stuff. Sounds and like our show.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that's a bit what it was like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but it was very, very worthwhile and, like, uh, and the thing is he uses such... Complex language, mm. right? And just even the stuff he discusses is just unless unless you're fully paying attention. If you like zone out for just a second, you like you'll miss and be like, "Well, what did I miss? What was he saying?" Right? Really? Yep. So it's just because of his intellect, right? He's so intellectual, and the way he speaks and the way he perceives his ideas. Oh, um, yeah. but and look, I guess it was after work as well, and I was a bit tired, so I was kind of like, oh,
4: "This mm. is a
1: bit." Yeah, no, it was it was great. I to actually see him there and like to see him speak live
0: and just—it was like Jesus' uh, sermon on the mounts. <laughs> I look, I wouldn't quite
1: put it that way, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, his, his ability, his public speaking ability,
0: is second to none. That's yeah. great. Like, he's charismatic. He uses a bit of humor.
1: Yeah, well, not so much. I mean, I mean, he's he just he's just being himself, really. When he's up there, it didn't seem fake. It didn't seem like it was scripted at all, which was good. So, yeah, that's cool. It man. was a lot less unstructured as well. Like his podcasts tend to be structured. Um, so he will talk about certain points when he's interviewing people. This one was a bit unstructured.
0: So, okay.
3: okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you'd say he's a, a a rational male, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's a rational male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Father of
2: well, the modern day father the of the modern day being a rational male. That's true. Well,
1: yeah. he is. I mean, when some of the some of the stuff he discusses especially in his books you've probably picked it up yourself Mm. as well Chris but um, you know he talks about dating and even like how men can better themselves ultimately and he pretty much says like look if as a man if if women aren't attracted to you then it's probably your fault really and you have to just pick your shit up and fix yourself and make yourself attractive that means working hard looking after yourself and putting yourself first and there's also like an
0: asterisk there people have preferences maybe (laughs) maybe sometimes you don't fit within their preferences and people are allowed to and no matter how much you work on yourself I guess you may not be compatible or you may not be you know Mm. like like stuff like that so I think sure you can work on yourself but you want to do it for yourself you don't want to do it to uh, attract a girl you want to do it because I want a better lifestyle for myself I want to be the best me quote unquote you know Mm. perfection is unobtainable but you want to try to be as close to perfect or perfect within your own means of perfect if you're being perfect to just try and attract another then it's not and then like you know you vain you know you do all that work and then you end up say you don't end up attracting that person and then you know you'll go back into bad habits you'll go back into stuff and then and that just like you know the core should be yourself the core shouldn't be someone else and yeah, it's easier said than done, but like. Yeah, ideally, I think what he more refers to
2: it as like, from what Mario said, it's more as if no girls are attracted to you, mm. then get yeah, out then the basement, you're, you're the problem Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is it your fault? Are you are they the problem or are you the problem? That's yeah, true. The common
0: like. common denominator. Yeah. I'd say.
2: yeah. Yeah. And one thing he says or he speaks at least a handful about is, um, he always gets asked the question how do you find the right person and he, he says he hates that question and he said it's not about finding the right person it's about being the right person yeah. that's interesting so Absolutely. so be a person
0: yeah. that you would want to yeah okay okay yeah. that's, that's an
2: interesting and then I think cards fall into place or um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I've found that myself through the years you know like in high school, you're like, oh, I wish you liked me. <laughs> 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 and then, I don't know, like you learn your lessons sometimes. And of course, the whole attraction mm. or no attraction factors into it. But mm. when you stop caring about that the outcome, yeah. or... Yeah. And you're just like, all right, let's just focus on me. Then it's a nine-day nine difference.
0: That's right. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, sure you you'd be bummed for a bit, but then you just work yourself up and get through it a lot quicker, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah. It's, it's almost
1: like it's something else. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like the idea when you when you chase something, like it just gets further and further away that's from true, you. But when true. you stop chasing it, it actually starts chasing you. It's like the yep. hunter becoming the hunted. Yeah, you know that sort of. Philosophy. That's a good point, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, which is bizarre. Like and I've experienced that myself. Like I know there's times in my life where I've been. I felt quite lonely and I'm like, you know, I just I want to date a girl or something and then mm. it's just like that's when like I, and I feel like women they must
2: sense that. Bro, they can smell desperation. They, they like, can, right? Straight up, yeah. <laughs> and
1: they're not interested in you at all but then yeah other times in my life at times when I'm grinding and I'm doing my own thing and I'm happy with myself and I'm happy being single it's almost like it's the they're aura, lining up and you have so many options and you're like yeah. what the heck I don't even want
0: anything but now like as cliche as <laughs> is, is women are like you know emotional beings and they, they sense these things way more than we can you know like not not that saying that you know emotional beings is that's, that's the only quality mm. but I feel like they're more emotionally attuned than guys I would say yeah Um. that's yeah, why you know yeah. they can feel this type of thing and like you know and when they see that, you know, you're not trying to impress them and stuff. Mm. You know? and, and, and then it's it, the ball's in your court and you can choose to accept them or, you know, reject them.
3: Yeah.
2: But even putting yourself in their shoes. Mm. Like which would you rather someone who's desperate to try and attract you or someone who's just like busy living their life and working on themselves
0: Was it that don't put it on the pedestal like (laughs) from that movie that's it don't
1: put
2: them on the pedestal don't put anyone on the pedestal yeah Yeah.
1: really
0: put yourself on don't put yourself on the pedestal just 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 try to be the best person treat everyone respectfully and Mm. uh, don't be high and mighty and have that whole the world revolves around me syndrome I mean it's obviously we're ourselves and you know we have our thoughts and we have our decisions it can seem that but like you know take it easy mate uh, mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, well, this can go on to so many tangents but yeah, on that
0: be. note actually we'll, we'll chuck some few songs and we'll go on a break and then we'll come yeah. back and have a cool discussion again sounds good
4: IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020, broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, You can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DTR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the donate now button or email us at info at iprradio.org.au.
0: And we're back. I'm Michael and I'm joined with Mario and Chris today. And we're just continuing our discussion. Before we start it again, so Chris, what's your opinion on a good friendship? Uh, compatibility or chemistry?
2: They are different. I haven't thought about this. All right, give me, give me one sec. Yeah. Uh, you? Probably compatibility. Like chemistry, I feel like, is more the initial spark that uh, you're like, "Oh, someone or this is exciting," you know." But then for a friendship to be sustainable, you'd need to be more of compatible people or like share similar values or personality types to some degree. I'd say more values. Yeah, um, yeah I think
0: absolutely. that was our general consensus too, like even regards to relationships. With friendships, you can be friends with anyone, regardless of background, and that's with chemistry. Um, but with compatibility, that's more long-term. And uh, if you want values and stuff, you know, if you want three kids or four kids and someone wants ten kids, you know... I think also the level of friendship, right? Yeah.
1: Mm. I think you can have, like, friends and acquaintances. Yeah. But Acquaintance you might not have any compatibility with, right? It might just be chemistry, but a real, like, friend that you get into deep conversations with and you pour your heart out to, you sort of need
0: that chemistry there. I mean, even, like, let's just talk about us. Like, I don't follow soccer and stuff, but we're still friends with work like thing and uh, you know we share different faith backgrounds now and we're still you know
2: we're cool yeah yeah but would you say that's compatibility or chemistry Mm. it's interesting that's just just shared viewpoints I reckon
0: yeah do you think compatibility is the baseline for chemistry then
2: um no no chemistry is the baseline I think chemistry is just more so like the initial rush or excitement um like in terms of platonic friendships one thing I've realised through the years is there's there's friends, and then there's, like, quote-unquote drinking buddies, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, you'll you'll have a great time around them when you see them, but you wouldn't really call them up to help you move house.
0: That's interesting, actually. You can even compare that to sometimes workplace friendships. Yeah,
2: yeah, there's heaps of things like that. And one thing that I've... I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is a new take or some term that I... I coin eventually, and no one thought of this. But because I've been traveling the East Coast a lot and staying at hostels or uh, backpackers, there's such a large influx of people that you continually meet. Mm-hmm. And it can be a bit overwhelming at times, and you're always like trying to uh, make friends or... Uh, yeah, I, I guess make friends, but also there can be too many friends, and you're like, oh, how do I handle this? And I was just thinking one night, I'm like, okay, who, who are my best friends now? Out of all of these people, like, say if I've met fifty to eighty different people, and what I settled on is, and this applies to even friends like from back home and everything, which friends would I invite to my wedding?
3: Mm.
2: And I'm yeah. like, damn.
0: But then again, like, uh, would you say at baseline they're not friends, they're acquaintances?
2: Do you have DNMs
0: and stuff with them, and
2: um, well, who the ones I would or wouldn't
0: invite? Like the the ones which you wouldn't invite. Um, would you consider them friends? I'd Consider
2: or? them friends. Okay, but not close friends. Not Fringe friends. Not close friends. Okay, what's fringe?
0: Like uh, you know, you interact with them because they're people. You know, like say at work. You know, I'm okay. working with the overnight person. We chat about stuff but you know when I left Mac I haven't kept in touch Oh
2: okay Mm. so just from repeated
0: exposure I say yeah um, situational Even like uni people and stuff like that
2: Yeah Well I think time generally tells um, with something like that because it's one or both people make the effort Yeah and you're either both feeling it or one is or you're both not and I think both have to be feeling it you know, and both have to value the friendship at least at a su- at a similar parity mm-hmm. for that relationship to continue to co- to remain good friends. Yeah, you know, yeah. or close friends. What's your What's your
0: thoughts on this, Mario?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with what Chris is saying.
0: Because um. you have like, a, do you have people you consider acquaintances but not friends?
1: Right, absolutely I'm sure as we all do but what I've realised in the last few months um, for me is that I guess friendship for me is such like personally it's such an important thing for me Um, especially when I've, I've been in relationships as well and I've maybe I'm going on a tangent trying to explain this but it doesn't matter yeah here
0: we are we can talk about the transition from friendship to relationship and stuff stuff like that yeah well
1: so the thing is like when I'm I I think I'm blessed to have had like a lot of good friends in my life and when I've been in relationships I've always when you start dating someone they sort of become they become the most important not the most important but they become like more significant than your friends right or it, they, they should it, be or they want themselves to be
2: you can always it, it almost is the most important at that time mm. right because yeah. you're like oh my god this is everything to me I, like you know you're yeah. starstruck and exactly yeah, yeah and other things fall away at least for a certain time mm. Um, but yeah go on
1: yeah and so w- when you're When I've gotten to that point, I've always felt guilty. Because I feel like I'm not investing as much time in my friends and my close friends. And that's always, I guess, caused a bit of division in the relationships I've been part of. Um, Okay. So...
2: I'm I'm losing I'm losing my tangent here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. Go on. I've, I've got a couple of questions just from that. Anyway, mm. would you say that's due to more so how you navigate a new relationship and you um, put friends, other friends, on the back burner to more focus on that relationship, and then, or is it more from the new partner you're seeing and. Mm either way why why would you feel guilty is that driven from just something internal or like have has someone else noticed that
1: I think it's actually the opposite for me I think I tend to I tend to be more I guess avoidant and I'm always more even when I'm in a relationship I feel like I should still place a greater emphasis on my friendship circles rather than my relationship. If that makes fair. sense. That's fair. Yeah. Is it because
0: to keep you grounded and? Like yeah,
1: and and this is this is the thing because my close friends now. I've I've ha- I've got like everyone talks about the idea of a best friend, right? I don't have. I wouldn't say I have one best friend. Yeah. No. Neither. I'd, I'd say I have. I have a pool of best friends. I I can count my best friends on my hand, but and. And they're all different, right? Like, th- this person gives me this, this person gives me that, that person's good with that. Like that. Is
0: it transactional? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, one's giving him McDonald's, <laughs> one's giving him <laughs> yeah.
1: Jacks. Exactly. But you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. qualities. Yeah, like, they're yeah, all yeah, different. Yeah. So I have a pool of best friends, yeah. right? And I'm blessed. Like, there, I know there's a lot of people that don't actually have any genuine friends out there. Yeah. I've mm. got a fair few and I'm blessed with that. And so... I guess when I start dating somebody, right? Ultimately, when you start dating someone and then you get married, is the idea that they should eventually become your best friend? Your the idea of your soulmate, your best friend, is the person you marry and be with? Are they meant to become that person or no?
0: I think the what I've heard is like there's there's a million soulmates for you in the world, and your job is just to find one and connect with them. Yeah, I, I, I and I, uh, you're compatible with so many people in the world. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with that. I agree but what I'm saying is that once you find that soulmate then all your other close friendships just fall away or can you still keep those friendships because
0: sometimes in in, in, um, opposite gender relationships so you 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 can only talk to guys about guy stuff you you can't really sometimes yeah. Talk to your wife about things. You can talk to uh, other guys about, you know, what's it like being a husband in a marriage. You can't talk to your wife about being a husband in a marriage, you know. She can talk to other women about being a wife in a marriage, you know, like like mm. like there's some stuff only guys can talk with each other about. And um you can get experience from older guys on successful marriages and stuff like that. If you mm. if if you choose to get married. And I feel yeah, you you're what you, like in the pool of your best friends. I think that was a good um mm. good uh what's an analogy or example yeah because you're your own separate people I guess at the end of the day I mean through marriage you're unified yeah but um
1: but then it's I guess it comes back to the idea that you are you're the average of the five people you're closest to that's right yeah like when you think about it that that's your your personality and your interests and who you are like if you're if you're hanging out with deadbeats then you're gonna be a deadbeat right yeah for sure and if you're hanging out with successful people that I guess are better than you, smarter than you, and achieves great things, then eventually you'll become successful as
0: well. But then you also Boring become a more com- comparable uh, um, mentality. You know, you, you know, I'm comparing myself with all these friends who are more successful than me. It encourages me to work harder, but then there's someone else who's higher than me. And, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can't think about it like that way, but I think it's more so in that it's just. Uh, uh, osmosis effect you know whereby you're just in a more positive environment
0: that's true mm. you
2: know and but you're not you're not bringing each other down you're not like punching cones every day cause yeah. like yeah. degenerates
0: because um, mm. even like I would say myself my own personality has changed depending on the different people which I've grown to hang out with Um, absolutely. from high school compared to now like I, I'm more open now before I was very withdrawn I, I didn't talk much and stuff like that but now i've met more extroverted people and that they've become my friends and you know and it's you know slowly become not not that i've copied them per se but more like it's like you know encouraged me to be you know it's okay to be more open it's okay to chat about stuff and yeah
2: uh, no yeah. way no way michael well oh, really given that you're hosting a podcast. radio show mate <laughs> i <laughs> know I yeah, like michael the introvert <laughs> uh, yeah, like yeah, right.
0: like two years ago like even a year and a half i wouldn't even have thought i'd be on like
2: yeah podcast like No, neither. It's Uh, it's awesome. It's just awesome to see you grow, bro. Yeah, thanks, Mm. man.
0: Thanks, man. Like, it's just 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 chatting with people and just talking about, you know, lives and stuff and finding common grounds and just, you know, realising that everyone has similar baselines that we can relate to. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
2: And such different takes on the world. Yeah. Mm. You know, different perspectives. And then I guess that comes back to what you were saying. Like, how do you... um, how do you proportion how much time and effort you give to your friends versus a relationship, like mm. a one-on-one soulmate relationship, right? Yep. Correct. As you progress through that and should your soulmate be your main focus and what, like, how do you navigate that?
0: We can have, like, bowling nights on Thursdays with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> what if the
2: guys hate, bro, what if the guys hate bowling?
0: Well, then freaking find a new pool of friends then <laughs> expand your social pool it's not easy to find <laughs> <laughs> uh, what meetup.com <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know and, no, it's no no a, no. that's just I mean, it's hard to just find a shared activity friends. or even yeah.
0: just meet up and have a beers or, uh, there's like men's sheds and stuff all around and mm. people just just if you it's hard like opening being vulnerable and meeting new people but if you want to I guess if you're devoted to you'll find a way I would say but so,
2: what what would you do if say you had like a pool of five best friends that you've had for the last ten years, right? And you meet the girl of your dreams, or partner of your dreams, whatever it is. How much time would you then dedicate to her, versus like how much how much would you cut the other friends off in terms of percentage of your free time spent with them, now? given that you're progressing through life you're getting engaged getting married like raising a family like how much would you be happy with yourself and proportion a uh, time spent and what do you reckon the best way to go about that i'm just
0: is? comparing it to like you know our relatives we, we meet like for the easters and christmases and stuff but yeah. otherwise we just keep to ourselves that's fine but <laughs> our relatives
2: were never best friends
0: that's that's true i mean that's a good point it depends on like um if you're like even like, cause I was part of like this, uh, like this this Catholic community, and they had uh, men's meetups every Tuesday, and it was a way of life that you had to go to. Um, every, this event ju- every every Tuesday. Sunday, yeah, every Tuesday and and Sunday you had to go. And that so was that, a, That's a big commitment, man. It is a big commitment, but like, um, honestly, like that was a positive thing because you just chat with guys, everything's within the circle, and you just share about your week. You share about. Mm all your stuff which I found was really enlightening like uh, maybe even subtly, I'm doing this radio podcast now to <laughs> compensate for that because I'm not <laughs> there anymore but um, no it was a good space it just helps you um, feel comfortable in this um, you know sharing emotions but again with the frequency um, I, I don't know because I haven't been in that situation like it depends yeah. if you're married with this person or you're in a casual relationship
2: well, mm. I mean either way let's say the end goal is marriage given it to your soulmate, because I'm mm. guessing that's what you were referring to Mario yeah yeah
0: but then again even like uh, sometimes too much time together sometimes can create suffocation oh hell yeah, yeah no, absolutely and, um, yeah yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's that's an issue I think you need to kind of in, you know you work your way through a relationship and you develop this intuition you know you know we, we need some little bit of time just to chat with other people not like mm-hmm. you're breaking up and stuff but just like one day you know I realise that this is an opportunity now we know everything about each other um I want to, you know, just chat with guys for a bit and come back. Not not like you're done. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Bro, I can just imagine <laughs> you <nearly> having <laughs> one day, like, having the clingiest girlfriend and telling <laughs> her that. Yeah. And she's just like, nah, Michael, <laughs> nah. We're over. We're done. <laughs> Bro, no, it's easier said than it's done. It's actually <laughs> easier said
0: than done. I mean, I don't have much experience with relationships, but, like, you're you know. You're not missing your out, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean it's actually a really tricky one it depends on the person you choose depending on how open minded they are because yeah. um, yeah. every person I would say is different oh, every person is different
2: yeah no doubt um, and, and, and
0: their background and their their parental situation too maybe mm. depend on the attention they get from their parents growing up and could uh, snowball oh, and good. carry over to you mm.
2: yeah. On so many factors absolutely
1: and this is so this is the thing like everybody's different right everybody you date like some girls you date they're going to be super clingy and they're going to want to spend all their time with you right there's girls like that and there's other girls that are just like well it's alright all girls are the
0: same though bro (laughs) yeah 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 they are
1: yeah they are (laughs) right and then look I know we go back to I'm going back to Jordan Peterson Jordan Jordan Peterson says
2: there's this one girl who's different but she didn't start life out as a girl. <laughs> 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 go who's go that? Adam. Adam, <laughs> Adam um. in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> yeah, so
1: Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, he says... Is Jordan Peterson that girl? <laughs> oh, mate, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, that's, that's blasphemous. <laughs> we won't go there. But Jordan Peterson says he he says sucks. that the most vain narcissistic thing is to say, how can I find someone who's good for me? Right. Yeah, that's what okay. he says and he says like ultimately like no you should how can you become the best version of yourself for somebody else like like yeah. we've been talking about this before but then you, you start talking about relationships right and what people need and I guess their level of intimacy and in what they want and how much time they want to spend together naturally me I'm I don't I don't need to be with someone 24-7 right i I, I like my own space I like my yep. own autonomy my own freedom I want to have the time to hang out with my mates very right? similar yeah yeah exactly like but then it's it's suffocating it, it is when you're with somebody who wants all your time it is suffocating yeah. and you feel like you're drowning in it yeah you can really love that person yep. but you just you actually feel like you're drowning I think
0: that's where communication and relationships come into play oh man and like yeah. counselling mm. or something like couples counselling or something um, that but then come is into that play.
1: but, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm bringing it back to the Jordan Peterson okay thing topic right and you'd be great for yourself no but what i'm trying to say is should we compromise oh. you know when you feel like this when you feel like you're being suffocated in a relationship mm-hmm. is the idea that you should compromise and say all right i accept it or but no communication's not an issue like where,
3: um,
0: do well, exactly. where do
3: you draw the line exactly okay yeah okay.
0: Yep.
1: where do you draw the line and where is it that i guess a bit of weight should be put on that person you're dating um mm.
2: which the which Goes back straight into compatibility, right? Yeah, effectively.
0: Um, I think if you give them a mile, you got to be super conscious as well. Like an inch can go on a mile and then you can be 100%. tolerating stuff yeah. that you wouldn't initially thought you would for and man. then you'd become Wim- a simp.
1: Wim- women, bro. <laughs> no, that, seriously. No, that's not even a joke. What if you're already a simp? <laughs> <laughs> to the
2: listeners they can't see I'm putting my hand up right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I know but he, like that's the thing like sometimes you got to have your own boundaries too and you know yeah. like, a, like a house fire you've got to put off the fire as soon as it's possible or then your whole house will burn down
3: yeah
1: yeah I think that's funny that's another Jordan Peterson rule what did he say he says clean, well, clean your room or clean your house before you
0: try to clean the water. clean your woman <laughs> <laughs>
2: right <laughs> if you're gonna clean your woman. You're gonna need like a high-powered pressure washer.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just no, yeah. that's a yeah. fair point. I mean, like, sure, yeah. You 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 can compromise something, but you gotta still effectively simultaneously put up boundaries. As mm. well. Um, yeah. It, it's a tricky thing. Like everyone's different, and
1: uh, you know. And this goes back to. <laughs> we
0: should have just called a girl on as well. We're gonna just talk about all the perspectives on it.
2: Watch the watch the topic be derailed. No yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely No men can't do yeah. that You yeah. can't say that
1: But I remember <laughs> Michael, reading sit
2: up straight <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fix your posture <laughs> No that's JP Jordan Peace <laughs> will tell him that Yeah he
2: will yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'd agree with him And yeah. yeah. then Not a girl Doesn't mean I hate girls Is this how I certified come out Woman hater Is this how I come out Certified misogynist
0: moment <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you, you've read the way Of the superior man Yeah Right
2: Yeah Yeah, one of my favorite books for sure. It's
1: great, it's great. But I I have to reread it because it's been about three years now since I've read it. Okay. But I remember when I was reading that book, I it made me at the time it made me a bit pessimistic because I thought like, man, like is it really this hard in like to be in a relationship? You know, at times reading it because he talks about the struggle, right? Yeah. Kind of similar to the rational male, like the intersexual dynamic. And the struggle and how I guess you know, there's a constant struggle. Women are always trying to pull it towards their way with what they want. And then you ultimately like like you said, you can't be a simp. And like if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And it's all about balance, right?
0: That's why you need you guys to call you out on this stuff. Like Mario, you're being a simp. Stop it, mate. Like Well, exactly. You guys (laughs) can call out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that is part of the book
0: for sure. Mm. Like, dude, you're like Look what you're doing now you're, you're, you're wasting your budget You're spending all this money On irrelevant stuff You know mm. You're taking out on holidays You know Surely you need a holiday But like 10 holidays a year may, Might be a bit too much You're buying her like 10 cars You know mm. You gotta stop it babe Like
2: Yeah like Enough with the Hot Wheels bro yeah. I mean like <laughs> You know when
0: you're in a relationship The emotions can go out of crazy And like You yeah. know And then mm. you just don't realise Like what you're doing It's like a drug Like l- like literally like, Of course yeah, Well absolutely. you wanna keep
2: The other person happy Yeah, yeah. And you just yeah. want,
0: yeah, just people just call you out. It's hard to hear being called out.
2: It's almost impossible to hear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, dude, no, I'm not spending enough. I'm, I'm, I need to spend more money on her. Like, you know. No, mm. so it's
2: just like, you don't you don't know what you're talking about. No, she's you a don't a qu- know what we have here. Yeah. Sh- she's, <laughs> a Absolutely. she's
0: a queen and she deserves it. <laughs> like, okay, sip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, no, no.
2: Honestly, last week we found out she's a drag queen. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Imagine. But like,
0: no, but like, yeah, no, yeah. You, you do need that circle of friends. But like having that time, you know, especially if you're working a full-time job and you're dealing with your children and know bills and home and stuff and it yeah you you have to make time for yourself or you have to go out of your, your way to make time
3: mm.
1: no you're right otherwise Absolutely. it'll be just down
0: the rabbit hole forever no one can pull you back up yeah
1: <clears throat> I think that sadly a lot of a lot of dudes fall into that trap yeah. But,
2: yeah a lot of them do I think that's historically and I still think I wouldn't be immune to falling in that trap if I was mm. you know
0: yeah It's hard because we're, we're like emotional beings You know yeah, we, we could, sure. Men are characterized as being stoic And emotionless mm. But
2: Yeah That's yeah. only the best men
0: Yeah Like Kratos <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah But
1: Well it's like you, Men are complicated man You know we say that women are
0: complicated Everyone is complicated But I think pl- men
1: are even more complicated Because for us you know, it's it's about the it comes back to the idea of showing emotion. And I think all, all three of us we're pretty open with it and we're pretty vulnerable to cool. be here and speak about it. But ultimately, as men, I think we still have fear about really opening up and showing emotion, especially when it comes back to having your group of friends and saying like, "Hey, man, look, I really love this girl and I really like her and I feel like I'm slipping in." You don't want to show your mates that weakness, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Just just bond over a juice old song and just like know <laughs> on that and like <laughs> and it's like you know like they can they can also relate to a place from uh, commonality as well especially if they've gone through that as well and you know they don't want to repeat that with you and they mm. can tell you that you know hey man I was doing this before I didn't realize I was doing that but I want you to not do it mm. yeah um
2: but this, man there's so many different factors to this one
0: hey of course because <laughs>
2: yeah, like it depends on how how much the person speaking to that friend is able to make
0: oh like that, that judgment you trust listened. that judgment yeah so let's mm. say
2: that's one factor and then like making that other person feel heard and receptive oh. to what you're saying yeah and like how uh, how deep or well think
0: you know each other's friendships I think that's why yeah again like you can't just pick up five people on the street and make them your trusted counsellors you no know? no you have to sure develop not. you have to know these people like say growing up or you have to like know them from you know you have to have an established couple years at least so you can mm-hmm. evaluate their character and you know, you know
2: yeah I've got an example of this actually recently that's um has occurred maybe what two or three nights ago uh
1: very recent oof Ju- juicy juicy very recent, w-
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> one of my one of my best mates um, that I went to uni with, and I hadn't I hadn't caught up with him since I've been back in Perth the whole time, and we've just been make, we've always just missed each other or whatever, and he's always been there for me. I've mean, always been there for him, but in hindsight, I've caught up with him maybe like twice max a year for like three four years since uni, mm. but. He's one of my most trusted friends And like I had an event Before going to catch up with him We got pushed and he needed to go to sleep But he's like no no I'll stay up for you um, And I still arrived at his house At like maybe one fifteen, two fifteen.
3: 2.15 A.m yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 Because he's just like I like
2: right, that yeah. yeah let's like We're over you for a catch up mm. You know um, And I was like Alright yeah sweet I want to keep you up more We caught up for maybe, like, two and a half hours and just got into the depth of it. Yeah. And, like, he was telling me about this new person he's seeing. And he, like, told me that he'd never told anyone these specific details before. Mm. And then, like, I returned, or being this vulnerable about those specific things, you know? And in return, I opened up more about my About your my foot ex- fetish, yeah. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> bro, it's about it's about my little toe fetish. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 No, no, fair enough. Like, I Michael, guess... Like, Michael, be- take your shoes off, brother.
2: I oh, know. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's,
0: that, that's why there's a wall from this desk, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's why, like... I mean, like... Yeah, that was coming. Um, the fact is, like, even, like... I guess even on this podcast platform, that we can be vulnerable. That encourages vulnerability. Yeah. And it just, like, encourages a shared space. And I feel which is good for guys, especially, like...
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, like... <clears throat> he literally told me it's okay to cry and I ended yeah. up crying for like fucking 20 minutes
0: that's yeah. right, <laughs> right. gotta get rid of that salt water in your body you
2: know oh yeah <laughs> yeah but like that was it was just like after leaving his place and going back to where I was before
0: it was just like
2: man I'm so appreciative to have Good. a friend like this even though we barely see each other so much and
0: you know? then, and then he me. tucked you in goodnight
2: no he he, <laughs> he kissed you on your forehead I wish he did man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Got a beautiful lips.
1: <laughs> well, that's honestly, it's, <laughs> it's that's a beautiful friendship, friendship because though, that's yeah. that's something you need. And yeah, man, as as men, like we just like uh, subconsciously we bottle shit up. Yeah, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, because like we're you, expected you to you be that rock in um yeah. in society or to towards relationships. We have to be mm. that rock, and uh, you know, we're, we're the anchor. I guess we, we ground these things yeah. down. So if we show weakness, then the, the ship goes down. Mm. or the ship gets blown away <laughs> in that yeah. case um, yeah
2: where how do you think both of you let'll start with Michael, okay, how do you think you would be made to feel comfortable sharing intimate or vulnerable details about yourself? let's say if you um were getting into a relationship with someone your parents didn't approve and you didn't want to tell anyone like how would you be? How would you be made feel to open up?
0: Okay, I would go to people who I've known who've been in relationships or wh- who have been in the wrong relationships, and I would just, you know, catch up with them or something, and then, you know, just, just chat. Uh, just explain my my my, my scenario, and uh, ask just r- genuinely what what their thoughts on this, and I'd maybe go to two or three people so I can get different viewpoints.
2: Would you want their thoughts on it to start with? I would, because um, like I would like to.
0: I always like appreciating input, especially for my matters. I would say, like, cause it gives an outside perspective instead of me being in my head all the time. It gives me an outside, like, perspective from, um, you know, in like, 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 a- another person's perspective, basically, and who can who can tell me, you know, if I'm feeling justified or if I'm, you know, just, just if I'm being rational about it or not. And what if they disagreed? if they dis- if they disagreed, like what if I should get into a relationship or not?
2: yeah, let's just say you started a relationship with this um person, and four out of your five friends disagreed, then but you were smitten with this it's person. a
1: bad idea and whatnot.
2: yeah, like you're
0: mad in love that's a tough one i mean like <laughs> yes yeah. you would you would trust that you'd you trust their judgment, but sometimes deep down within you, you'd want to prove them wrong. Yeah And yeah. you'd be like Oh I only hung out with you Twice over the last year Or three times last year But you know you, At the end of the day You realise that You're trusted friends And eventually I, I'd probably You know Still try to date this person But then If one of their points They brought up Comes up I will start to Slowly recognise it And then Yeah okay Eventually I guess You know Oh these guys Were right after all
2: Yeah true Yeah it's like the oh. If you guys saying How about Your Mother Like that whole Glass Shatter thing
0: Yeah I haven't watched uh, uh, okay. right, been for a while. It's <laughs> just like when
2: um, someone brings up an annoying thing that you're blind to when you're dating a person and then after they brought it up, now you can just see it everywhere and you're like, oh my God. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. And,
0: yeah. Then, and, then, and then at that stage, because uh, at the end, you can't you can change a person, but you can communicate with a person. And if, yeah. they, if they don't want to compromise or they don't want to, you know, they realize that's a flaw of them, I guess then maybe you're not compatible together. Yeah,
2: that's such a it's such a hard one. And hey. then,
0: then you know, you recognize your friend's criticisms, and you tell them, you know, you know, boys, you were right, I was wrong, and you got to, mm. you know, appreciate that. You got to tell them that, you know, that you were wrong, if you were headstrong and still wanted to pursue this relationship, but their advice is valid, and you come to recognize that over the next few weeks or months. Yeah, um, as long as you don't get her pregnant, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Shit. <laughs>
3: No, about, it's 18 four?
0: years, 18 oh, years. <laughs> you know, one of your kids you for 18. <laughs> yeah,
3: but that's that, uh, that's, but that's the thing.
0: So yeah. yeah. How about you, Mario? Yeah. How about you, Mario? Before
1: I go into it on on that topic, um, I know it's all well and easy like saying that. You know, I, I take into account what my <laughs> mates say and what not. But like, when you're in that situation and like you're emotionally attached to somebody. And when we talk about communication, like you say, yeah, communication is the most important thing. But man, like, two people can like, you can, you can be dating the smartest person right, you've ever met, and you can be pretty smart. But then when it comes to like, communication in terms of like the emotional depth, it's just it's something else. Especially when emotions are involved, it's so freaking hard.
2: It's it's it's, I agree. I can't I can't even can we move? Exactly. I can't I work wish it I out. I could agree how much I agree with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like it's just like you know you're there, right? And you know what you both know what the issues are, but you just you can't. You just cannot speak about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And even when you can speak about it, it's just it's you just, unresolved, you don't want
0: you don't want to push them away though cuz you're afraid of that losing that relationship. I think
2: that definitely factors into yeah. it some part um
0: cause you, you you spend that time with this person you've uh shared memories with them uh you developed an attachment to them and sometimes you know it's like losing a pet you don't wanna lose the pet but you know, a pet dies someday you know, not that you <laughs> advocating for murder <laughs> but um you know th- like the relationship it'll come and go but you know you gotta you gotta keep the dog fed <laughs> you gotta you gotta just you just gotta take care of it yeah. you know you gotta take like mm-hmm. take care of the bond take care of the relationship but um you
2: just know. earmark this as like a timestamp of <laughs> Michael saying about females you gotta keep the dog fed. <laughs> and
1: your relationship's like a pet dying.
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean like like emotionally, like, you He's know, you you, you spend spending time spending time uh yeah. love languages, aff- affirmations and stuff like yeah. that. Like mm. you're spending time, make them feel valued. <laughs> like, you know, obviously you're in the you chose to be in a relationship with that person. Um have yeah. you have you guys
1: ever had friends or I'm sure you guys have like really close friends of and there's some friends that know you so well right and it's almost like they they almost know you better than you know yourself right you have friends that are like a mirror they tend to reflect back at you all the things you don't really want to know about yourself yeah, yeah and that happens in these relationships as well especially these toxic relationships it's like a mirror right
2: yeah, for sure. That's why that's why I was wondering about the whole how would you respond to your friends mm. saying that? Yeah. Cuz you know? uh, there there's a good chance they are right. But I know for I think I'd be like no. Heck you guys. Mm. <laughs> you don't know me. Cuz yeah. you know like uh it, it's yeah, you know.
0: it, it's like imagining yourself at like parties. You know, you see photos of parties like, "Oh, who's that guy? Who is there? I don't recognize that guy." And it's like you, you know, like you can't imagine yeah, yourself in, mirror, in that situation. You okay. Yeah. You know, like when you're hanging out with friends and you see photos like, oh, who's that guy? Like, oh, you know, because you can't see yourself. Your friends can see you. They can mm. see how you act and they can see how you move. They can see how you talk. And
2: yeah. Acknowledging that is a whole other different thing. Yeah, go yeah. Yeah, on.
0: Absolutely. Well, that, so that's the thing. I mean, So you you want to trust that judgment, but you emotionally don't want to trust their judgment. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. I, th- I think so, Scary. yeah. Like, you don't want to accept it. Yeah,
1: like you know, there's an issue, but you do, you're too scared to face it. It's literally like looking yourself in the mirror. Yeah, like I know there's some friends that know me so well, and they'll call me out on my bullshit. Yeah, and that's when I'm like, you know what? Like, on <laughs> it's and with me, like I I keep a journal. I don't know about you guys. Like I journal a lot, and
2: on and off myself, like gratitude journal. Mm. Yeah. Um yep. Yeah. Go. On.
1: Well, I, so mine's not just a gratitude journal, but I, I keep a journal about everything. And I was discussing it with another friend and he brought something up that I didn't really even, I, I was aware of, but I wasn't. And he says that when things are going bad in your life, you almost lie to your journal. Like I, I tend to only write the good oh. parts in my journal, right? But then when I'm going through some sort of emotional turmoil or struggle, I'm subconsciously lying to myself by not writing it in my journal, I'll... I'll I'll start writing and I'll say, "Oh, today was a good day. I did this and that." But in actual fact, I might have like broke down and started crying on the drive to work, you know. But I'm not putting that in my d- journal it's because it's hard I to hate write it down and it's to, hard to, admit, write it to and admit it to yourself. And it and that's almost like with certain friends, right? You go mm. and catch up with a close friend, and you're like, "I don't want to admit that to you, man." Like,
0: yeah, I think I don't know. Either. Like being being emotionally vulnerable is a part of masculinity that's often overlooked. Absolutely.
2: Um, yes, yeah, it's it's, mo- it's probably the most alpha thing because mm. you're just based.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just to be confident and vulnerable. Like I think, like being vulnerable with the, like being confident in your vulnerability. It's like um, you know, I'm confident that I can share these stuff with you. Mm. you know, and not like you know, I am scared. I, you know, you, you can admitting that you're scared sometimes. You know, especially like if you're getting a kid for the first time. You know, that's a scary thing. Taking care of a mini you, mm-hmm. and and teaching them the ways of
2: disappearing, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just teaching them, like you know, you you want them to be better than you, like yeah. you, they, you don't want them to follow your mistakes. But then again, when they grow up, I would say you can recognize traits of how you were when you were young and how you maybe you disobeyed your parents, and the cycle mm-hmm. repeats. And man, <laughs> it's just it's just, you know, it's it's a really tricky issue. To be fair, um, yeah. Well, but oh. it's so interesting, though. I mean, like you could, you, you want to talk about family and stuff, like.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, another thing to talk about, but maybe after the break.
0: Sure. Um,
3: mm.
2: It's, I guess, about yeah. It's to do with family and generational preservation, which I've only just realised because something I've been. Um,
0: generational preservation.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll explain more maybe after the break. That's sure. Because yeah, I can't think when I've got a full bladder.
0: <laughs> Have we got a break coming up? Have we got uh, a break? Yeah, yeah, we do. I'll put I'll put a, I'll put some songs on. Just just chat around. I'll, I'll get some songs ready. Um,
2: Shakira, man. I feel like. We'll, no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Let's go on a break. And we're back. <laughs> and
1: we're back. Is that hard enough? Yeah. Am I am, am I hard yet? No, that's kind of gay, bro.
2: Um. I think Mario's called Michael and myself unattractive. Yeah. But.
0: Oh, I, like I that. mean that—that—that that, that is part of it. Like, I guess we're oh, not Mario's you, type, you know.
2: Yeah, you guys like,
1: guys. It's okay. I just I don't swing. Because we're brown, bro.
0: It's just racism. Yeah, that's at it. Play, that's yeah? exactly. <laughs> it. I'm sorry. The same um, for me. But anyway, we're back. We're back. I'm here with uh, Mario and Chris today, and uh, we're gonna get back into a really fancy word that you brought up. Which <laughs> what? Sure? Something uh, like family dynamics or something intergenerational. Yeah. Like say trauma. <laughs> oh mate that's a whole generational thing. trauma. That's a, oh, Gen- we could get into a oh topic my about that. Gosh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah. Right. Am I allowed to give so a so? How are you traumatized by your
0: generation? Okay. Yeah, give a shout.
2: i give a shout out to Michael and Mario. Thanks, mate.
0: Thanks, oh mate. yeah. I'll give a shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's the show. Yep, shout out to Chris, and I'll, I'll give a shout out to Chris and Michael. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks shout guys. out, to Chris and Michael.
2: <laughs> he didn't give you a shout out, did he? I he did. Didn't. I said I'm back with no, Mario and
0: Chris. You said Chris. You Fine, didn't say I'll Mario. give a shout in to Mario. And nah, no, it's too no, late. No, no. I don't want the shout no, out anymore.
2: See, now that we've reminded you, it doesn't, like not uh, genuine I,
0: I thought it was a segue to the interges- intergenerational trauma and you're like before we do it yeah, well, I'll uh, give a shout out for my co- contributing to my intergenerational trauma yeah yeah I was just
2: gonna say <laughs> add this one to the list brother <laughs>
0: yeah. um yeah so Murray how are you Indian <laughs> <laughs> No. You what, do you, what, what do you say I'm I'm Croatian yeah yeah no he's part Asian that's what we always say
2: Oh, I thought you said how I. Uh, how 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 are
0: you Indian as well to contribute to our intergenerational trauma? Oh, I'm. Um, I mean, you didn't make us curry on the weekend. That's I why. I guess
1: I'm, I'm ethnic flaccid. Yeah. yeah that's fluid, not ethnic fluid. <laughs> I think
0: both of those terms would work in this context. <laughs> I don't know what ethnic flaccid means, but why? I mean, is that like a uh, dormant ethnicity? I will say ethnic fluid. <laughs> Hey mate D- it's
3: dormant
2: uh, is a great word for flaccid.
0: <laughs> dormant. Yeah. Um yeah. Just it's like just, how these lights are dormant.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well
1: you can identify as whatever you want now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I guess I'll identify as Indian, Indian. Cool.
0: for tonight. Yeah. That's nice. Um
1: I love that accent. Well ju- just for the show. Yeah. <laughs> At the conclusion <laughs> of the show I'll I'll revert back to <laughs> <I don't> proper <laughs> ethnicity.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. one one girl I see a while a long time back. She um she was a dormant matrix. She just didn't pay attention to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, she's she she had the red pill. She's in the matrix. Oh,
2: uh, I don't. <laughs> <it's> pretty <laughs> <know> based, bro. <laughs> bro.
0: Why do you let her go? <laughs> <Did> <laughs> she was she, very based and red pill. Did she whip you?
2: <laughs> no, just, she just made me cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're mine. <my laughs> Uh, that's okay. Oh, that's Real sad. manly <laughs> cheers and your friend made you cry too. So yeah.
1: is this is this the segue to your intergenerational
0: trauma? Well, it, I mean that's it, interrelationship it, trauma.
2: Oh, yeah, it can be. It can be. Well, it wasn't. It was. It didn't start as trauma. There was always family trauma around there. But there was this concept. I mean, oh, toying with or like trying to act for a little while, and still figuring out how to go about it. Mm. Which it's, is yeah. like seeing seeing the whole family as bigger than yourself in terms of you're one part of a generation. You know, like mm. your great 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 grandparents mm. nutted in each other, oh and my all goodness. of all of that led to where you are.
0: Right. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> hey, you'll get there. Yeah, we'll we'll all get
2: there eventually. It's a circle of life. Yep. Mm. yep. But um, I think it's only recently, like in the last like five, maybe the last 15 years or mm. so, with the whole podcast thing and video and audio quality and technology being good enough. That it actually will hold up through time You know Like we're, we're part of the Oh this is
0: a time system. capsule Yeah exactly <laughs> It's like uh, you know Like uh, leave your impact on the world when you're gone I mean who's going to listen to it But like you're just leaving it, It's there you
3: know Yeah
2: Well exactly mm-hmm. who's going to listen to it Except your future family And great 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 grandkids mm. That's a good, very because, good plan like, Man, Especially I'm, listen
0: to episode 36 They'll remember me <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which one's thirty six? This one. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't. Mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: All it's just like keywords. Flacer, yeah. Flacer, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Flacer. Dormant. <laughs> <laughs> um, inactive. Crying. <laughs> Ethnic fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Weeping, itching, oozing. <laughs> Bop it. Bop it. Pop <laughs> it. Lock <laughs> <Bop> it. <laughs> <Bop> it. <laughs> How did it go from? The <laughs> yeah, but anyway, back <laughs> to the family trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: sound like you were traumatized playing
0: Twister, mate. Such an inappropriate yeah. way to bring up trauma, isn't it? I oh. mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> humour
2: as bad as the trauma itself. <laughs> yeah, that's. Humour is
0: a way to make yourself vulnerable and like to just to share things you, under oh. an air of humour. You can say agree. I'm not being vulnerable.
2: For sure, for yeah. sure, I love that about comedy so much. Yeah, yeah,
0: like hey guys, I'm so depressed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love how he started <laughs> laughing.
0: <laughs> it's comedy. <laughs> because I don't know how it feels.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're depressed? Oh, shit, I'm depressed too. Oh, we can be depressed <laughs> together. Yeah, let's uh, got yeah, some yeah, juice word lined up. Right?
0: love <laughs> comes to me. We've got to have laugh tracks on this show. Just like press oh. the button like oh, this. Oh, <laughs> <like. laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
2: no, yeah, like comedies. are Yeah. Yeah, um, but the generational preservation, like back to the... Technological advancements in the current day and age. Um, what I was thinking as, like a concept or idea is something that I want to maintain for my future great whatever grandkids. Um, if I hopefully find a partner, live long enough, etc., or my sister does. And
0: I <laughs> think you're gonna find your sister. <laughs> I can find, find my a partner sister. or find my sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, fair
1: enough. His family gene will carry on by his sister. That's true. He He's full-on
0: Targaryen, bro. Oh. Continue. Continue. Don't right, continue. I, w- we, I wish
2: I was Aryan.
0: <laughs> you want to talk about Kanye? Oh. 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 Oh, no. no, okay. No. Let, let,
2: let, I keep skirting around this topic. But so, what be- do you
1: want to leave for your future generations?
2: So, um, the concept is getting... Parents or grandparents into a podcast room, and basically interviewing them. So I've already written like this whole list of document of questions, and I guess slimmed it down over the span of a handful of months. And I'll I'll, I'll pull it up. You guys, uh, talk you, showed, you showed me so, you
0: showed me the list. I think I think we got yeah, a question out of the list.
2: No, that's a different. Oh, that's list. a different list. That that was a list of. <laughs> that was a list of I'm very insecure and I oh icebreakers while I'm travelling yeah. yeah it's kind of icebreakers because I've been backpacking what if I don't know what to say to people it's just like what colour is your toothbrush <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah no it was a, that just, did it work I never had to actually go back to it oh okay I mean it, I think
0: some of them were pretty deep it was like when was the last time you cried you just asked a random stranger like you know
2: yeah 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 you can um, honestly like Th- that's a really good way of like getting honest.
1: I don't know about you guys, but I oh, I've gotten to a point in my life now where I I really hate superficial surface level con- conversation. It's the worst. It's the worst. And so if someone came up to me and said, "Hey, when was the last time you cried?" I'd be like, "Well, fuck yeah, let's get into it, yeah, man." Yeah, yeah. this is all. I'll tell then, you. You tell me, and like that's what like keeps me going. Yeah. If it's just like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing?" "Oh, oh, just working. What are you doing for work?" Oh, man, it gets boring what's that what? oh yeah, 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 yeah no, 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 fair enough Cause it, it's does, like it, does, it does yeah because it's like man I'm doing the same thing I was doing yesterday same yeah. thing I was doing last week and it's the same thing I'm going to be doing next week what yeah. more do you want to know like tell me something that can stimulate my Dude, mind that's why I sometimes hate going for like um,
0: you know like like general like meetups and stuff like you always have to answer the same questions hey uh, how's your work what What do you do um, how have you been since school like just the same the same question what do you do for work like yeah like it's just very surface level, and then they'll forget it, and then 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 you'll have to tell them again next time, and like you know general yeah. general meetups and stuff, and
2: you don't get brown you you don't get down to brass tacks <laughs> I said you, you, don't don't, get brown you don't get down to, brown bro. to brass tacks <laughs> yeah,
0: if it's brown, flush it down, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <That's> true <laughs> yeah,
2: no,
1: but it was actually at remember when you had your party, yeah you bet, when was it like last month?
0: Yeah, last month. Last month, I
1: I started chatting to a dude there, and honestly, man, I can't. What was it? A Saturday afternoon, right?
0: I think it was Saturday night. Saturday night, <laughs> yeah, yeah it
1: was Saturday night. I got there and I was a bit tired, and I was oh, like, "Oh,
0: uh, were you talking to um Sean? I think, right?"
1: Yeah, it must yeah, have been. I started. Dude. I started chatting to him, and we just got into like a super deep, like philosophical conversation.
3: And I was That's like, so tired.
1: It's so... Yeah, man, I haven't seen this guy in, like, six years. Yeah. Literally, like, oh, so six years. Oh, you met years. before? I thought you said I, you met him for the I first I met time. him once before. Didn't recognise him. And then he was like, oh, Mario. And I'm like, well, sorry, who are you? And he's like... Yeah. And I vaguely... You know when you vaguely recognise someone? You're yeah, like, oh, man, yeah. I saw you once, like, six years ago. And then we got into it, man. Massive, deep conversation and yeah, all sick, that.
2: Man. It only takes one person to pull that trigger.
1: Exactly. And I don't know what it is. It's almost like you can just... It's like... We all have like a wavelength, I think, right? Yeah. And and if like if you sort of connect and then you can feel it in a sense and there's a spark.
0: I guess there's also a, a opinion when both parties want to be open and want to share. If yeah. one of them's reserved and one of them, you know, like high and buy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. True. You have yeah. to have a yeah. both investment, I would say.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I've called people out for that before. Mm. And be like <laughs> Oh, you actually called people out for it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah,
0: an example like don't like like what would you say like hey, you're you're, you're on your phone, you're not paying attention when I'm oh, talking. Oh, just
2: to. more like oh yeah, that's that's some hell good detail, brother. Like <laughs> <laughs> fully sick man, you know Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, man. This is exactly the conversation I would to have when I ask you that question. Yeah. Mm. Tell me more about like uh, Do they understand the sarcasm? Okay. Um, I don't know, but like that's just a way of ending the conversation that's and being true. like, "All right, well, it is what it is." And bye. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also me being a bit salty and maybe hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But that's okay. That's <laughs> It's the, okay. Is the
1: childhood trauma surfacing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So no,
2: no, no, It's not. So, it's childhood trauma exists for me. Just.
1: <laughs> so yeah. It's
2: always. It's like an oil slick, bro. It's always, always on the surface.
1: Yeah, mate. I feel you. I feel you on that one. Yeah. What about you, Michael? You have your childhood trauma bubble to the surface. Yeah. let's <laughs>
2: Just
0: share our childhood trauma, like right oh, now.
2: let's go around the table. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what. I read. Um, have you read The Body Keeps the Score?
2: No. No, that is something I really do want to read, though. I reckon you get into what it. Is man. it? So what is So
1: it's a. It's a, a psychologist. Um, well, he's a psychologist, but he's also a doctor. It's a doctor of like neurology as well. So he's not just a psych. Like he's actually studied the medicine and done brain scans and whatnot. And it's Bessel Bessel van der Kolk, and he's written this book about trauma. Mm. And then it's called The Body Keeps the Score, right? Because okay. trauma eventually affects us physically, right? Yeah. And like you feel it keep it like stays within your body unless you release it healthily through like psychology, talking, whatnot. Like it'll affect you badly. It corrodes, Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. And and that's why, like, it will affect your health, right? Um,
2: Like, people can die off... Sorry to interrupt. Like, people can die of heartbreak in a sense. Absolutely. With with the
0: babies dying because they don't have... They can't touch. Like, they they touch starved. Pretty pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on.
1: But he goes, like... And the thing I like about it is he starts off with saying that, like, you don't have to... You don't have to be... Have been, like, a soldier and seeing your mates get blown up in war... Or, or like, or, or being abused as a kid to have trauma. Like, every single human being has trauma. And I read that book this year. I finished it maybe last month. And it was almost, like, triggering to read it because, like, you read it and then he goes through all of these all of these things that are trauma and you realise like well shit man that's like me like I've got some of this stuff as well you know and you're so like, you
0: classify like some mundane things as trauma as well
1: yeah like there's a lot of wow. mundane things that you think oh
0: that's normal but well, like I, I miss the bus repeatedly uh, yeah yeah Yes,
1: yeah? so literally it I mean I can't well, people don't sit next exactly. to me on the bus or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it can be little little things that you wouldn't think mm. are all like associated with trauma.
0: Like well, is it like negative uh stigmatized things about myself that I um, you know, if it's a recurring occurrence, therefore mm-hmm. that means something's wrong with me. Yeah,
2: give this. us a couple of exa- Yeah, exa- yeah, examples yeah, I'd like to know maybe. some examples.
1: You know, I when I keep saying I'm going to bring these books along, I really have to bring a book, some of these books. But so, for instance, um, what he says with physicality, right? Um, so e- even posture, right? Somebody who's slouching—that's that's a sign of, that can be a sign of trauma, right? I'm looking at me, bro. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> 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 like um, severe neck and back pain—that's trauma. Like oh, trauma really? having an effect on the body. Mm. Um, the even whole like, lobster thing pretty much yeah like outbreak of thing
2: lobsters how lobsters. jordan peterson discusses about lobsters yeah. and hierarchy what did exactly
0: he, what do you say about
2: that uh we'll explain it later okay. in, in yeah. more depth i guess off rating, but it's basically the and correct me if i'm wrong like <coughs> winning lobsters like when lobsters clash against each other the winning ones have a better posture and physically conduct themselves different uh-huh. mm.
0: oh. Is it because they have that sense of confidence that they beat uh, everyone?
2: I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is, mm. but it can be a cause and effect and flipped around. Where if you give a lobster the more of the chemical in their brain that they get when they win, they take up the winning posture and then also rise up the ranks. So equivalent mm. to dopamine? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, g- um, I guess yeah. Um, That's uh, so interesting. Like lobsters of all animals.
2: Yeah, which is which is one of like. I was equating to like mm. deer fights
0: and like uh, stag fights. Like. Could
2: be it could be one of the same. Kangaroo okay, uh, fights yeah. potentially. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, um. Well, so it's it, it it's like a book about
0: trauma, essentially. Yeah, wow. and he goes His through body all. Yeah,
2: is indicative with the whole posture.
0: Exactly, and um, posture. And pain. he has basis behind these things too. Does he explain like how does this? Yeah, cause no. It? I mean,
1: he he's done like brain scans and stuff as oh, well, wow. and he shows how like trauma actually affects like the neural cortex. The, yeah, the, the neural yeah neural pathways of your brain, right? Yep and how like, and even when people repeat cycles like you know there's people that continually keep going back in the negative relationships right that's, yeah. that's a sign of trauma because they know no better Yeah. and what he essentially says is like and, and it's true because he, he uh, what I like about it is he takes a very holistic approach but he says that for some people medication works but then he says for like a lot of people um, the cure isn't in medicine it's it's in like coming to terms with that trauma, yep. right on your own, because big pharma and the medical s- system now we just pretty much drug people, right?
2: Yeah, it's a capitalist society. It, it is, mm.
1: you know, and it's to get people more addicted to these drugs without actually getting to the problem. But it's just sort of like putting a band aid over over yeah. a, over a cut that needs stitches. It's going to keep but, bleeding, and you're just going to sure. keep replacing the band aid.
2: Which is fair. In the sense of like it's no dig against the big pharma thing because mm. by merit of how the system's built we've incense we've incentivized um and monetarily rewarded just that. Mm. Long term like holistic solutions have not been incentivized, so why would they develop that?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. There's uh, and yeah. There's more money in, in selling yeah, medicine, right, rather sure. than getting people off the meds. Yeah. Well, so
0: placebos.
3: Well,
1: e- either way,
2: yeah. whatever whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, it sounds like those um those pickup coaches guys. Like they, I I think I've seen like documentaries about it. Like they charge these guys ridiculous amounts of money, mm. and they just profit off it. Yeah. Does it work? <laughs> Don't know. I mean, it, it it helps people improve their confidence, but like. You know. I'd be wary of that stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah. do you see, yeah, uh, speaking of which, uh, the liver king, did you hear about that, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, The yeah, liver yeah. king, the the guy Does who he, on, no, 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 please go. For um, me. this guy basically, he's like, Oh, I'm going to live off this <laughs> old natural diet. I'm going to eat like hearts and kidneys and stuff. And he's like, This super swole, buff guy. And he's like, No, nah, I haven't, I haven't done roids or anything. And then, a few weeks, I think this week actually he yeah. got added to using roids with transcripts and stuff and he's like no I was doing roids because I was feeling depressed by myself and I want to want to show an example to younger folks that you can eat this stuff and I, I'm trying to prove it Or so. he's just like this really convoluted explanation where he mm-hmm. tried to justify it but he's like this big dude and he's like I got big this way because I'm eating this natural diet of like hearts but and it's kidneys an actual and why. stuff yeah, yeah. And he has his whole business on it too and he's profiting off young males uh, taking his content and taking his word for advice. Mm, but
1: but I'm, I'm wary about guys because that's a bit like even what's his name? Jason Tate? Is it Jason Andrew Tate, Tate as well? Or Andrew Tate? Is yeah. that it? I'm a, yeah. I haven't followed him too much but I've seen a few like extracts and videos of him and his message and I'm like, oh.
0: I think um, that's very similar to the Red Pill ideology because some of them have grains of fruit but sometimes it's just wrapped in this stuff. Mm. which is toxic you know like yeah they have this bit of truth but then it's surrounded by this all this stuff which is you know I don't know it's like capitalizing the truth with lies in a way mm. like some some aspects about it yeah well that's a good point but yeah you know, that's why you, know, you develop your own ideology for yourself you learn make mistakes and
2: mm. so with the body keeps the score
3: mm. yeah
2: Um, any other idea like why else or what other what other ideas would you recommend like what else did you like about the book essentially it's a hard question
1: it is a hard question yeah I didn't
2: mean to put you on the spot
1: no no it's fair it's if if we had this conversation two or three weeks ago I'd be able to tell you a lot more Mm. but as because I've finished reading it like a month ago what I've read from it I've lost a bit this is another reason why I highlight my books right because if I brought it with me I'd flick open and be like yep I could tell you right now but look it's it's very it's very like practical as well um and ultimately what I got out of it was just like first and foremost like that everybody has this trauma like everybody does and it should be normalized like we should talk about it more right and it's also everything from especially intergenerational and family trauma like we're like cure. that's the topic we're supposedly getting on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, and we've all got it every oh. single person has it and rather than shy away and, and not t- talk about it like the issue is get stuck in yeah get stuck in and he finishes the book with that and he says like he says that only now in like the last 10 years are we as humans like really starting to talk about mental health and, yeah. like, especially about psychology going into it. Well,
0: humans or males? Humans. Humans.
1: Humans in general. And, and he says, and he puts a very good part at the end of it. And he says, like, because you've read this book, you've come along on this journey. Even though you've only, you may have only just read this book, yeah. you've read it and you've become aware of this. So now you yeah. can go out into the world and you can continue and you can speak about this and make more people aware of trauma yeah. and childhood trauma and how it's affecting
0: them today. Yeah, so like the a passing of a on a a ideologies. Yeah,
2: It's exactly. a hell of a promotion. That's a good it, point. it's a
0: worthwhile, but I would highly
1: recommend it. Okay. Like, I reckon you guys should get into it. And the thing is, because I think I've written... Uh, sorry, I've, I've read books that are written from a female perspective. And I've read books r- written from a male perspective. And for me, I always... I don't know, I always... I can always understand and relate to the male authors a lot better, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um so especially from if it was like a female author, I I'd mean, probably struggle a, a bit. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe because I'm a male, and because he's a male as well, he's very straight to the point. Same with like Jordan Peterson. I mean look, I know Jordan Peterson rambles a bit, mm. but he always it's it's always like comes back to one central point, right? And that's what I liked with Bessel van der Kolk. Um Yeah, so I'd, I'd highly recommend everyone gives it a read at
0: some point how did you find out about it? Is um is he like a eastern european or a... no so he's dutch
1: he's, dutch, he, he's okay. dutch and i mean look it's it's a pretty common book i've known it for a while and believe it or not i was i was going through a bit of a um i was going through a bit of a emotional you know rut and struggle myself and then i was in the shopping centers one day and I went to big w and it was on the bookshelf and I, know, and, and, and I looked at it and I picked off the bookshelf and I was like it's, it's cause psychology and like bettering yeah, yourself it interests me that sort of stuff right? sure. and I looked at this book and I read the extract and I was just like like a part of me was telling me like yeah like just buy it like it's it's like 20 bucks like you buy it you should read it and then another yeah. part of me was telling me like oh it's just mainstream bullshit if, if it's on if it's on the bookshelf in the department store, everyone's read it I don't need to know it like and you know and that's like that that ego telling yeah. me that I don't
2: yeah. need to know it right it's a cop out. It's
1: a cop out, in, exactly. In not not wanting to face that, right? But yeah. then I was like, you know what, stuff it, I'll get it. If I read two pages, read two pages, whatever. I started reading it, man, like I got straight into it, I loved it.
2: But that's what, what I watch? appreciate about about what you've done because it's the anti cop out, right? Mm. You're like you're like, yeah, my brain's told me <clears throat> it's a cop out. Yeah. And then I'm like, no brain. I'm being a little whatever. You know? yeah, like I'm being a little
1: cop out, yeah, being a little, yeah, so just do it. So, yeah, yeah no, it's I'd highly recommend it for everyone, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm literally on yeah. my
3: phone looking at
2: this.
1: There's, there's another one that's recently come out, it's about, um, I think it's written by Gabor Gabor Mate, Mate. yeah, yeah Mate. it's okay. what's it called? It's called, ah, uh, it's it's something, oh, the the myth oh, of my normal. Mind. Five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Like it's minutes. it's it's called the myth of normal and it's also about psychology and it's about trauma. Okay. And how like it's stuck within our body and so he was essentially um I think he was a ref yeah, he he's Jewish and he grew up during World War Two, right? Um in the concentration camps as a kid. And he's saying how like his own trauma affected him and he talks about how his own trauma affected him and ultimately shares that as a lesson. Mm. So yeah, that's another another good one on that, that topic.
2: i no, right, I've I've written them down. Given mm. Michael signalled us with, we've only got Five four minutes. minutes now. Yeah, four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us one. I re- give, give, us give us one give, trauma. Give, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us one one quick summary of a trauma that you think you may have had. I oh, Michael, please.
0: I reckon like uh, what I I don't know what I clearly remember from 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 primary school. I think like uh. Oh, Michael, <laughs> we were playing sports or something in school. It was like, oh, Michael, just just get on the piano or something. And I was like, yeah, because I was horrible at sports, and you, you know, were good at piano. I was good at music and stuff, but like, you know, not so much on on sporting. I mean, I was decent, but like, you know, yeah. it, it just it just sometimes just carried me and like, you know, Kay. discouraged me from doing sports or why did that actively. Why do you
2: think that one affected you so much?
0: Um, it's because I was trying my best at the game. And yeah, I, I wanted to okay. prove myself. I wanted to you put get out goals there. and put myself out there and then still getting... For that, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that would be rough.
0: You know, kids say the darndest things, but... Oh,
2: they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so... Formative. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it is so formative and it's so frustrating looking back in terms of... Like, I've had my high school tenure reunion recently and a lot of people were just like talking to each other about things that they've said that they didn't realise what impact they had mm. you know and like we didn't we didn't know any better mm. we were just saying just saying the things for the sake of it Yeah. you know yeah mm. anyway Mario
1: shit this is deep. <laughs> here we go um
2: no it, it can be as easy or hard What? what? and I've only said both of you so I can think of my own answer Yeah. Mm.
1: So what's what's been a traumatic experience? Share to share something traumatic, is that the question? Just or any
2: childhood. Yeah,
1: I think for me, um, which is it's funny because I it, it only came up, I only realised that when that Gabor Mate brought, t- spoke about, it and he says that I guess not health, not I guess expressing your anger in a healthy way is is trauma, right? Bottling it up inside. Ooh, like okay. is, is, is is a sign of trauma.
2: Is it? Right.
1: Yeah. So, no, that's when I was like, well, oh, shit, you know. Like, <laughs> so here we go. I've <laughs> okay. got a rabbit hole of doing that. And, oh, all right. Yeah, so I guess it's...
2: I was today years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and now you know. Now you know. But you this know. is the joy of it, finding this stuff out.
0: And, you and know, being think, self-reflective on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I
1: think that's what I've struggled with, e- expressing myself... And my emotions, and I always feel like I, I should bottle it up, especially when I'm angry. You know, it's like nah, I'd, like, I'd rather bottle it up. Yeah. But really, like, and look, it's not right to just fucking flip out and, and start screaming Facebook, and throwing stuff up. Facebook yeah, paragraph because, and put it on the. Because world. that causes other people more trauma, right? Mm-hmm. But then also holding it within yourself is traumatic as well. You can't do that, and it just makes it worse. That why it goes back to the so. good
0: circle of friends, and you know, male having male friendships and stuff like that yeah and that 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 confident that vulnerable space to share it with people Mm. won't judge you and won't
1: but yeah for me it's probably a a not having a healthy expression of anger at times and also just not being able to communicate in general being fearful of telling people what i want right and i think that stems from my inability to express myself like say even with my, my relationships my friendships my work you know, my boss is saying, no, like, this is, this is, like, what I feel like I need. Right? I, in my most intimate relationships, I struggle with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's so, a huge topic. Let me write that down on a tissue paper.
1: Yeah. Put it. So, yeah, not being able to express oneself in your most intimate relationships. But if it's superficial, like, if, if I hardly know somebody, I'll tell them exactly what I feel. You know, because
0: you don't have that um, rapport with them. You don't exactly. Have that relationship but like if that. it's
1: your f- say, if it's your parents, if it's your oh. partner, or even say if it's if it's your work, if it's your bosses, right? You know, you're a bit yeah. more fearful, and you're a bit more like, oh, like I don't want to like <clears throat> overstep. I don't want to upset you. But yeah, if it's, it's, it's your friends and stuff, you're like, well, whatever. You know, you've like, got a lot more to lose. Yeah, exactly. That's true.
0: So it's a tricky one. I think I mean,
1: that's that's where I've struggled. So
0: yeah, that's how I've been like working on like communicational skills and how to say things. Mm. Properly and and concisely, but not harshly, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Chris. What about oh, that's the hardest
2: thing in the world. Mm. Yeah, I mm. think I think just
0: um, the, the 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 dormant.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think just not being given the not feeling it's okay to question back authority. Mm. You know. Yeah and having and just being like no this is what we said and not not being given that like dialogue mm. that ability to have a dialogue and ask questions in a healthy way mm. No, I think that that ruined me for a long time and I think that's like why yeah a lot of times like now I'm just like a mother hacker in terms of <laughs> <not> like, <Yeah. laughs> like no, explain everything to <clears> me <throat> I'm gonna push back on everything, but that's my way of finding out. Yeah, um, that's my way of like learning. Mm. And if someone can't handle that, then like I'll I'll almost immediately dimi- dismiss them. Mm. You know, I'm like, yeah. all right, this this is kind of how I operate.
0: And if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess
1: I guess it's similar to well, because you're. Not being able to, I guess, question is same as not being able to express yourself. Yeah, for sure. It's the same. One and the same, I feel.
2: Yeah, it's like you don't deserve to know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, and that, that
2: ruined me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I've, I've had struggles with that as well. Yeah. Especially in some of my most intimate relationships and even at times with, with my faith as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So much more discussion. So little time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a perfect time to put a Juice World on to wrap yeah. up this. Well, real before we sad do that, do we
0: have any final messages to the audience or yourself listening to in the future? I would say, I would say, I would say. Uh.
2: <laughs> no, sorry, my brain's running wild.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. Do no, you have no, anything? No, no, no. Mario, we'll be uh, back. Yeah, we'll we'll
2: be back. <laughs> uh, I'll be back.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Follow us and follow yourselves.
2: Yeah, fuels does melt to the above. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh stay stay hydrated and uh have a good night's rest. And uh this is us signing out. Juice World.
2: Thank you,
3: Thank Michael you. and Mario.
0: Yeah, thanks, Chris and Mario. Thanks, Chris and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye bye.
3: Uh-huh.